Mm. Mm. We hope you enjoyed that. ASMR. ASMR. Podcast you're listening to. We've decided to do things differently. Very differently. Very different. Career choice path align uh, differently. Changing. For the better. Yeah, I think. You know? Mm. Even though, like, we're two years late on this trend. Yeah. But it's still... It's like the ASMR people don't go away. No. That trait doesn't go away. No. They're still there. Have you been watching ASMR? I mean, like, I haven't, like, typed it into, like, oh, YouTube. Like, I haven't done that. Okay, I just, okay. I come across it in feeds that I'm in. And then I listen. I don't think I have the thing. You know what I showed you on TikTok? Yeah. Where it was, like, the visual. It was, like, a visual, like... People do it with um, lights on their hands at mm, festivals, yeah, like that yeah, visual, yeah. super focused yeah. hand gesturing uh-huh. in your face kind uh-huh. of thing. I think I get ASMR with that, that, but not from hearing things. Okay. That's the thing they call it like visual triggers. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think I have that. Okay. Because I was really That's mesmerized. That's a thing though. Yeah, for sure. And it was like sense stimulating. Mm. But yeah, I don't think ASMR does it for me. Oh my gosh. Sorry, yeah. does it do it? For you? I mean, this is going <laughs> to shock some people. Yeah. This is something that you may even not know about Whoa. me. I have probably been listening to ASMR for eight years now. Yeah, I feel like I knew that. Didn't you like... Oh, you didn't know that. Didn't you like fall asleep to it? Or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. All the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even now. <sighs> not like, no, okay. Now, now. I don't know if you should have said that. <laughs> okay, you could be like, yeah, four years ago, you know, freshman year of college, I was super like nervous in the dorms, and I just like played at ASMR to go to sleep. It is now okay. It used to be a point in my life every night, yeah. And I think there's a correlation with anxiety as well. At some point in my college career, every night. Now I would say it's like. Every other month, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Not even. Like, very sporadic use of it. Mm-hmm. If there's this one guy who talks about his shoe collection, mm. it knocks me out. That's nice. I absolutely yeah. love it. Sometimes I do sleep stories. Oh, yeah. Soothing, like, podcasts mm-hmm. that are meant for sleep. Those knock me out when I need it. <laughs> but recently, Advil has been doing oh, the trick. Um. I'm just joking. But... Well, this is a perfect segue, but mm. like, well, I feel like first we, this is not an ASMR podcast. No. If you stumbled upon this, um, I mean, you're listening to <gasps> the, the ultimate, ultimate talk. talk. <laughs> and that's Nala. And that's Ryder. Oh my god, She's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> but a nice little segue of why I've been using Advil to go to bed. <laughs> why I have an Advil addiction. Yeah. I wouldn't say addiction yet. <laughs> she goes, just one day. But you know I have a tendency of mm. doing things a little bit too much. <laughs> You're crazy. Yeah, my gosh. You're crazy. Anywho, um, why, you know, Advil has been soothing the legs recently yeah. is because we ran a little bit. Just a bit. Just a bit. Over yeah. the weekend, there was a little run-a-thon that yes. our UCSB's Burning Skirts put on for their like annual tournament god bless them i know so um instead of like obviously having a frisbee tournament during a pandemic they decided to cancel it and have a -a run-a-thon instead and i I think think that was a great great idea idea. yeah there was so much like 
$14,000, I think, was That's amazing. Was really? raised. Yeah, That's they great. put it on their story. And honestly, I did not expect that big of turnout, especially for the donations. Yeah. But then also for running, it was a great way of just like, you know, seeing if you can beat other people, but also mm. beating yourself and you had goals for yourself or inside yeah. goals for myself to beat. But then also, like, we had a big spreadsheet mm. um, of all the teams. So there was about five teams in, like, the southwest uh, region of Frisbee that were competing. And there was a little spreadsheet that you can go on and kind of, like, track other people. Yeah. Which I did a lot. It Just was seeing very what cool. other schools were, like, A, like, how much they were donating or getting sponsored, which is amazing to see of yeah. how many people... Um, they got oh yeah yeah and then also of how much mileage they tracked up or added up from the weekend I think it was super cool they wanted to like almost replicate what exhaustion after a tournament feels like I mean honestly and we got that for yeah. sure I even felt that tired after a weekend in a really long time mm-hmm. it was really really cool what and they I did I feel like I got a little bit of sunburn a little sun so. which is I think I got, I looked in the mirror and yeah. I was like, who is that? I was like, wow, tournament oh my glow? God. <laughs> oh my, I forgot about that. Every time coming back from a tournament yeah. being just red. I remember in the sitting face. in the car way back or the car ride back mm-hmm. of just being so hot that I was just in my jersey and shorts and I was burning in the car. Of just like mm. being so much, like so much sun has yeah. soaked into my body. The now body. my skin is burning me. And even like aside the point when I was taking a medication, that yeah. would allow my skin to burn that yeah. much. This was even just like last year. Yeah. Of just like after tournaments being so soaked in the sun. Yeah. You were just burning. Maybe that's it. What? No, I look at <laughs> what? What? As I look at photos of us. And we always, throughout the year, maintain base level. Yeah. Like, okay, tan. <laughs> like, at least there's something. Yeah. Now, if you look at photos of Ryder and I, uh, we are so pale. It's kind of... It's, like, it's, it's I haven't sad. seen this paleness since, like, senior year high school yeah. winter. Break. It's like, do I live on the East Coast again? Yeah. I don't... I, I kind of don't recognize myself. So Just pale. kidding. But... So pale. But we were also... So we also had a little film sesh this tonight with oh, our yes. team. I don't so want to... I don't know. Like, that's another thing we can talk about. Another I want to segue thing. into it. But so we, have, we do, if this is anything to prove, yeah. have things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> Isn't that lovely? We love it. I love that. But, you know, we can just go, you know, pop back and forth. Pop back and forth. I love that. But we were just, you know, we had a great film session. Mm -hmm. First film session with the team. Of the the quarter. Of the quarter. And also, I think, really just of... We haven't... We don't do film sessions. No. Especially freshman year, sophomore year. Never. I would have loved, as a little freshman, to watch some Ultimate or at least someone break down where the cuts should be coming from great or at least just like a whiteboard a chalkboard Mm. practice Mm. where we all go to a senior's apartment they have a chalkboard whiteboard something up there that they can go this is you you cut this way you cut do not cut this way and then once you're cut you get out of there and i would have loved if kicks ran yes i would love that too yeah our coach coach. yeah but nonetheless we're so glad that we have started doing film. Yes. And, but just a side point, what I wanted to say, mm. 
uh, we noticed um, from the film of how tan one of our the guy players was, Maverick. Oh my god! <laughs> we were like, wow, like he is so tan. But now I'm thinking about it, we were probably also tan. Yeah. And like even you were tan. I saw you and I was like, wow, you. I look, look a little There's different. A You're, little you different. look very different. <laughs> I look uh, very different in many ways. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, it's really shocking to see of how much, even though like I do go outside to run nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is winter and the UVA is lower, mm-hmm. but of how much sun I just don't have anymore It's uh, from quarantine. And it's not like we don't try. Like we did go to the beach, what, was that two weeks ago? Yeah. And we try, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just the sun isn't soaking in like it used to. Yeah, sometimes I sit on the balcony. Mm, I try. The, we try. The we sun try. is so angled perfectly. So yeah. angled perfectly. It just, that I just should. It should. Create a coat of tan. But it doesn't. What do you think the tannest you've ever been Oh my was? gosh. I mean, I know... I oh man I think it honestly was freshman year freshman year freshman year <laughs> after the burn seeped away oh. but then I, I feel like maybe the burn like peeled away and then I was just pale but that was a pretty I was I was coated in red for those who don't know Ryder was on a acne medication that literally when sun hit her skin it turned into like a blistered a, a blistered yeah like there was one specific tournament you had to put gloves in a oh long God. sleeve shirt on in a hat yeah i would burn yeah because I'd it like would burn. be painful yeah yeah oh Oof. my gosh your hands i remember your hands were just so they were I, some people so would call um, they were tender horcrux hands <laughs> if you were to so, <laughs> A hor- I think you or someone. I would never. <laughs> but if you were to touch, I think maybe even Mackenzie, my roommate at the yeah. time, if I were to touch a Horcrux, yeah. that is what it would happen to <laughs> my hand. So, oh, jeez. Yeah. But it was a great time watching film with the team. Yes. And, I mean, we watched just um, us, like, 2008. 19, 19, 19, 19, 19 going yeah. um in regionals the second game to go um to nationals. to nationals yeah watched it a lot because that's honestly probably the one game that i play a lot or like a good fair amount mm. like the only game mm-hmm. that i really do anything in so i like watching it but also looking at myself guarding mm. brings up how Bad far numbers. we've come how far we've come yeah yeah that's a fun game to watch not only just because like at the time it was so exciting because we did beat this you know stanford has such a name to it and we beat them and then you know obviously we know the rest from there we went to nationals <laughs> and we didn't know but uh-huh. <laughs> just like the it's like what it represents i guess because it felt like we were like f like we screwed this up mm-hmm. we could have gone to nationals much easier mm-hmm. but now we have to play stanford and if we somehow win that we have to play slow as well yeah. and i know like i knew that we could win it just seemed like a huge challenge mm-hmm. at the time yeah like going into day one and not doing the best and yes. then being like okay everything's riding on like we literally had to yeah win every single game yeah and we did which was incredible Incredible. but i think like the best i mean one of the things that i got out of film tonight was just like the mental oh yeah um just being in a point 
that's so long mm. it's a game to go or you need to win and of how much that mental like toll is on your body not on your body on your play I would yeah, say but sure. then also on like you know the team culture around mm. you of how it can affect everyone and knowing yourself of how either you need to calm down yeah. or you need to get more amped up to play your best yeah and I thought that was an interesting like I never looked at a game of like okay let's look at a game that we played in and try to maybe remember where was my mental state oh what happened when like that turn happened right there where was i at was i frustrated okay yes but did i get right back on defense well i think i could have done a little bit better yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i think and i'm weirdly coming up with metaphors right oh tying it all back to my my studies at this university but Everything, if I've learned one thing from my ecology class, is that everything is connected. You know what I mean? If you have a krill population that is depleted, the whole Arctic mm. ecosystem is just going to fall right through the ground. And so, what I'm thinking here is like if you look at it, our team, any team really, if you're on high school team, college, YCC, club, Bro, oh, <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> what if you're on any team? It's like I think a lot of people just don't really think of themselves in this way of having a huge impact on the others around you. But I like I just know like, and I don't want to call anyone out, but I just know that like Coda, our junior year got or wait, is that right? Not Was our Coda, sophomore. Our sophomore year, because mm-hmm. she wasn't here junior year, yeah. No, she was here. We just didn't play. Our junior year was cut short. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) in the time that we did play our junior year, I feel like Coda's mental game got a whole lot better in terms of, like, if she was getting frustrated with herself, she, like, reeled it back in, really dialed in. And I think that has, like, a cascading effect, therefore, on the whole team of how, like, if how you handle yourself has a major impact on everyone Mm -hmm. especially like a player like Koda which a lot of like myself looked up to and a lot of like the freshmen at that time looked up to and showing how like during a frustrating game during a frustrating point during even a frustrating play um you can like remove yourself from it and see it as like okay I did something wrong it's or it's not it's like not even like wrong or right it's just like okay i i turned over the disc that's a like that's that is what it is yeah that's in the past now and Mm. like i need to focus on now and what i can do in that moment and i really saw that in coda that switch yeah like between okay that's in the past this is me now i'm like i'm turning it up even more to 120 yeah Mm -hmm. exactly in just like really recognizing that this isn't like you know rock climbing <laughs> or like tightrope walking where it's very individualized like this is mm-hmm. a very team sport and i think for frisbee especially it's very like a spirited like mm-hmm. we're all in this together sort of thing yeah i think it was interesting of just like even this past weekend of like running together mm, and how yeah, like true. this runathon even though it's not like frisbee at all but like we had a at least like for us it was nala cersei our roommate and myself um going out on runs together like 
a lot but three times a day yeah to get like the mileage that we wanted and also yeah like push each other and we would go out on runs together which we normally don't do we run separately Mm -hmm. and i just want to hear your take on that like does does it mentally help you does it mentally challenge you how do you like running with other people and like can you you know what are your takeaways that's an amazing question (laughs) that's really great because i was actually really thinking about that in terms of like i haven't felt that way with you guys in a really long time in terms of like there's this camaraderie that is brought when you are participating in something that like really kind of hurts together you know what i mean i remember specifically on our very first run we were just running up westwood boulevard and our paces all aligned at the same time and i remember just thinking like like feeling like the bee's knees all running together and i was like oh we're gonna rock this like i knew that we could all handle it together Mm -hmm. um i think it was really refreshing to run with all of you guys i think it's really fun to have um to be regulated to have a pace like set for you or to be challenged like when you were sure she would speed ahead i'd be like okay let's fucking go or when like i needed to pump the brakes because it wasn't smart and i need to conserve more um and in just in terms of like we're all aiming towards this goal and it's so different from frisbee that's true because you know you're not there's not a ton of moving variables but it's just like that togetherness that you feel how did you feel with it (laughs) i uh personally just like in my past don't like running with other people Mm -hmm. i'm a very uh independent runner like i do like running with other people when um yeah like when there's like a hard like if i need uh motivation you know there's a lot of motivation that comes with like okay having you right beside me oh i want to slow down but you're keeping the pace and i go okay like i can't slow down now there's like a motivation there but then there's also a demotivation that is in my mental that i need to switch and Mm. i I recognize it but there's like this thing where i like either if i know in myself that i like can't make this pace or i can't make this um like time and this happened a lot in high school where i would get super mentally frustrated with my running because i would run with other people and in my head i'm like i know that i'm faster than them but at this point of time i mentally am exhausted or am super frustrated with myself so then it physically resembles itself as me going slower or me like saying oh well right now i'm actually like hurting a little bit so i'm gonna slow down and then it's like so mental of like oh well like i give myself excuses of why Mm -hmm. i'm not keeping up with like the pace or like knowing that i should be right up with like the pace that they set for us so i get like in my head that i'm like oh well like it's okay right now i'm like a little little bit tired and i give myself excuses of why i'm not you know running the best that i could and i think that's just something that i need to work on but i like running but it is like i will i know that i won't get better if i don't run like if it's harder for me to get better when i run by myself and i know it's easier when i run with other people to um improve because there's you know a lot like you know as we were saying before um but 
mentally for me, it's harder to not give myself excuses mm. when I run with people, especially girls. When I run with guys, it's very different. Yeah. 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 That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When I, it's, it's so hard because sometimes it is almost demotivating in a way. I totally see where you're coming from where like, you're back of the pack and you're like holy moly how are they running at this pace right now and just everything hurts um and it's really hard to frame your mind in like a productive way or a healthy way I guess Mm -hmm. of just being like that's them this is me you know sort of thing Mm -hmm. um yeah but there's a thing that I like feel with like the versus like the guys running with guys or like doing anything with guys versus girls I feel like I if like sprinting this is like it's not really happens this happens like more with sprinting and like workouts in high school or sprinting and uh ultimate frisbee mm-hmm. um, when we do sprinting workouts like I I don't like doing sprinting workouts with other people mm-hmm. or other girls because I know that say Havoc will beat me like mm-hmm. she will beat me but I am so competitive that I don't want <laughs> to feel like to like, even though like I know that she's going to be me, I know that she's faster than me. The fact that she just beats me mm-hmm. and I'm giving it my all like frustrates me. And then mentally that is just like a spiral down. Oh wow. Corp, you're just going in my yeah. head. But yeah, it like spirals down uh, my mental pattern. And then I like, become unfocused I don't focus on myself I focus on like her I focus on other people I focus that I'm not giving 100% and then I give myself excuses of why I'm not you know as fast as her or I even slow down so that I know that oh well like if I was giving my 100% Mm. then maybe I could beat her you know like I give like I leave yourself room exactly I'm like oh I'll just go 80% here so that I know maybe you know I could beat her but I don't want to get push myself to 100% and then even then know that she still my she still beats me so but with guys I just know kind of inherently they're going to beat me so I can leave that aside and it's so much easier for me to work out because I'm not focusing on the inherent ability that they're going to beat me because I already know that they are Mm -hmm. so like that whole mental pro like mental frustration is like not even in the picture and I can just focus on myself Mm, I see what you're saying Mm -hmm. and almost like I guess you view it like and tell me if this is wrong but like almost with boys men whatever there's like (laughs) not a chance that you could beat them so Mm -hmm. then it removes it but with like any of people on blue on our team there's always a chance Mm -hmm. and so it's more variable i guess yeah whereas with boys it's just like kind of removed Mm -hmm. um and you're like well nothing to lose here let's just fucking go exactly i'm like well and then there's like even a a part of me where i'm like no i'm gonna keep up with the boys no i'm gonna beat him yeah you know like i would then i want to prove myself that i can like hang with the boys so then i even try harder Mm -hmm. it's like a very weird mental thing that i know that i need to overcome and i know that it's not healthy but we're you know we're working through it yeah we stated it yeah you acknowledge acknowledge it but yeah it's super interesting once i like realized why i really like working out with guys or like mix that's why i love mix yeah that's why, I mean, I love women's women X frisbee, mm-hmm. and I love our team. I love blue, but there's something about playing mix that I will go a hundred and 
80 percent instead of like i give my all and then i leave it all physically on the like the field so like i can show that i can hang with the guys kind Mm -hmm. of thing it's a super interesting weird mental thing that i need to know how to harness that in women's frisbee who do you think you're trying to prove that to myself yeah Mm -hmm. i think it's just like well and also i think it's also myself that i can hang but then it's also like there's the attention you know that like i feel like there always comes down to of just like oh well like if i prove myself then i get attention or whatever but like obviously i don't like it's so it boils down just to be like self-centered yeah and it's like so hard because i love yeah that's another thing about like frisbee versus running running i can do just for myself, you know? Yeah, or in true. a sense, like, I'm not proving anything to anyone. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe with the <laughs> run-a-thon, I tried proving to other people that I could, you know, do more. But then it also was kind of just proving to myself that I could do more. So running I love because it's just me out there and I'm, I just have goals for myself and I yeah. can do it. But then when it comes to Frisbee, I feel like I'm always proving it to coaches. I'm always proving mm. it to my teammates that I, like deserve a spot say on blue or i deserve a spot on this like pro team or i deserve a like spot on this club team yeah like it's always like proving to other people or getting their attention that i am better than other people so it's like so i don't know i love frisbee but i haven't turned frisbee into like i'm doing this for myself Myself. yeah yeah it's a weird it's a weird i'm doing it for other people yeah and then there's another thing of just like how people say oh like i'm here because of the people Mm -hmm. for frisbee but like sometimes i'm like well like i want to be there because i love frisbee and i love like i want to have goals for myself yeah but then it's like i also want to like prove to people that like i can hang it's a weird dichotomy it's very interesting that's why but I understand. It's a it's an interesting thing that I've real or starting to realize yeah. about frisbee of like why I like I love it, but there is something missing yeah. or there is something that like is kind of off putting mm-hmm. that I like started to realize. Mm-hmm. 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 That's very interesting. That's some real stuff there, baby girl. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Hey, it's just a rider. Rider writing? Rider. Rider thinking. Rider thinking. Thinking. Thinking about Frisbee. Yeah, and there's always been like a part of me with Ultimate of like, it's so, it's always comes around to proving myself. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Yeah. So, or like, say like, I want to, I'll just say it. Dated a guy on Frisbee. There <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to come up. <laughs> because I think there's a huge part of like a shift that I can see in my like ultimate Frisbee career. I was going to. Where... I wasn't going to say it, but I was thinking it. Yes. <laughs> where there's like a, before me, I was like, oh, this is fun. You know, like I like, comp- like I love competition, but I fa- already found that I'm running. I found competition with myself and running and I was so keen on having that. But then after I met a guy on Frisbee and he was very good at Frisbee. Very good. Very yeah. good that it motivated me to prove myself that I actually was a good Frisbee player because yeah. I think he saw me as like, oh, like, yeah, like you play Frisbee, but you don't play like 
pro frisbee. Yeah. yeah, like you can't hang with me. And I think that, and he was also just like a misogynist, like yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Like we could say it now, you know. So it, <laughs> and I know you won't be listening to this podcast. Yeah. So like, there was a side of how, like, of me that always wanted to like prove to him that I could hang and I think that maybe like stems to now of me like loving mix and trying to prove myself because it does stem back to that but there was always a like me being like no I am like it's a weird like thing I'm like worthy in a sense like Mm -hmm. there's self-worth that comes from that yeah yeah because I guess like I don't know. I felt like I wasn't adequate because of my frisbee skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was so into frisbee. Well, I think that's where you like rooted it. You know what I mean? I think you took this thing of he wasn't a great guy, and (laughs) uh, you took this thing, and frisbee was a big part of both of your lives, and you kind of put it in that box. Yeah, sort of thing. Exactly. And you were like, that's something that you can physically manifest. You can Mm -hmm. work out more. You can throw more. You can do all these things. And that's how you can kind of prove it to yourself, like this self-worth. Mm-hmm. It's like something that's easily manifested in this physical um, medium, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's very... Exactly. But I, I was going to say, I remember the, the biggest shift in your Frisbee playing, I think, was that year, our mm-hmm. junior year, um, when we started this podcast. But, um, <laughs> but you could definitely see... I think just a change in your work ethic and mm-hmm. kind of how you viewed Frisbee. Um, because kind of when we first started, it seemed like you were, and myself included, along for the ride. And then junior year, you were like, I'm driving. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> yeah. can Yeah, there was like a, I, I remember like in this like living room. In this living room. Like I would. Doing <laughs> ab workouts. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Literally of just like being so focused on like, I want to A, like, A, like, you know, just like prove to myself that I can like be the best that I can be but also like you know maybe like make it to a pro team make it to a club team like you know like go to these tryouts and like actually like create a name for myself and but then what I really realized that that all stemmed down to of just like trying to prove to that guy that I was like trying like you know I was I, I could hang or I could you know receive my worth from yeah it was like a weird yeah it's a weird dichotomy there but i think this is not a singular thing like (laughs) i think very much so like obviously everyone's case is unique but every young adult um person when playing a team sport or anything like that are trying to prove something to someone Mm -hmm. um and just like especially when you're younger and you're kind of introduced to this sport and just any sport in general, but it's it's hard to get your bearings. And I think what I'm mostly trying to say is, is every, if anyone is out there who feels like they have something to prove and it's just really going for it, I think it's not gonna stop until you like kind of look at yourself and you're like, what am I really doing this for? You know mm. what I mean? Like that, that constantly, because it's never going to be enough, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like, I, I feel like in terms of myself, like looking at Frisbee, I don't think I am as competitive as you are just in terms of 
the sports that I played growing up, none of that was like lit a fire under me, I guess, or something like that. Um, But like feedback on Frisbee and just even like, I know what you're talking about. When Smog watches our games, Mm -hmm. I go crazy. (laughs) Like, I want to, I literally want to do a play that when I come off, they're like, oh, like, and I don't even, I like, I think it's safe to say I don't really seek the attention from boys, but it's weird Uh, when Smog watches us, I'm like, let's go. Mm -hmm. And for what? Like, so that, like, yeah, praise is nice in that like kind of satisfaction you get from doing a really cool thing and them mm-hmm. being like oh, is like amazing but even after that ends it's not gonna be it doesn't it fills it temporarily yeah it's so that's so true <laughs> right it's crazy yeah but yeah it's like okay when like it comes down to like okay that's gonna like be there like so fast like it's such a instant gratification gratification, yeah where then like okay if you are trying to you know become better at your sport or frisbee or or whatever it is or even like school it could be down for be down for uh it could be applied to of where why are you like really hone into like why are you doing this does it a bring you joy a does it like you know like you have to assess like what your motivation is for that thing and I think I started to realize that ultimate frisbee a huge motivator was that guy or even like the praise of guys in the sport because Mm -hmm. of just some like oh I always like I always had the thing of like oh I always want to hang with the guys I want to prove that I'm like not this weak person Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a sense but when it boils down to it you I need to and maybe there's someone out there that needs to realize it too but Mm -hmm. like I need to realize that at the end of the day does a frisbee does it bring me joy yeah and then b I need to put my motivation in myself like or my my like self-worth yes like I need to do this for myself like I need to do that like you know cool layout just for myself because I want to be the best person. Yeah. That best version of myself in that <clears throat> moment. And I want to keep improving. And I think there is like a something to be said of just like, yes, you have motivators, but at the end of the day, you need to be your true motivator. Your biggest cheerleader. <laughs> you got to be your biggest cheerleader. And I mean, obviously it doesn't, you know, you don't have to be the best ultimate player. No. You know, you don't have to. And, and if you don't want to, if you don't want to be the best, like, you know, player on the field for yourself, and you just want to be there for the fun and the games, yeah, that, that's totally fine. You just need to figure out what you're there for. And I think that's, like, what it comes down to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why you're there. <laughs> and it, I thought you were going to say it, it boils down to, fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> just, I mean, that is true. That's also true. That is true. But I, I think that's also one of the biggest things I'm realizing that I'm taking away from college. Mm -hmm. College allows you to figure out why you're there. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why why are you there? Yeah. Do you enjoy doing this, spending your... Like, I think for me, especially this quarter, I had a few extracurriculars where I had to sit myself down and I was like, why am I here? Mm 
Mm-hmm. Is this for the resume or do I actually enjoy this? Mm-hmm. It's taking up time. And I think that comes with maturity of why am I here? Why am I doing this? You, It's not like an overnight thing. Mm-hmm. That's something that you really have to suss out for yourself. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you discover that and it still allows you to be there, that's great. But if you discover, oh, I am not doing this for the right reasons, mm-hmm. that's also totally fine to peace out like a Girl Scout. Yeah, I feel like, you know, at least for me, college was always like, okay, you go to high school, you go to college, and then after college you get a job. You do internships, you know, like you know, sophomore and junior year, yeah. and then you have it set up and everything. And obviously, you know, with corona, every, everything can change. Um, but also it makes you realize, okay, everything was so planned for me. Everything I had, like every, like I, this is what you do. This is what you do. Mm. And now I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. Or, oh, now I like, why am I, do I even want to be in college? Does college get me where I want to be? Does it bring me joy? Will the after effects of having a degree will bring, will that bring me joy? I don't know. Who, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But it definitely helps. College helps you understand of why you do the things that you do mm. and what's the key motivators behind it. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of people here that, you know, are motivated by money and myself. You know, there's a small little motivator there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we um, like to buy things. We, um, <laughs> it would be nice to have an apartment that I pay for. Yeah. Um, that I will eventually have. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know where I was going with that. But, like, yeah, there's that's why I'm getting this degree so I can get a good job. So I can pay, you know, like mm-hmm. pay, pay the pay the employment also you know if espn is listening we are willing to put off whatever we have lined up if you want to hire us give us a prime time show we'll cover sports we don't know mm-hmm. we can learn fast i mean i love basketball march madness coming up baylor baylor's going all the way really that's i mean prediction. that's that's hey you heard it here first i want to actually hype myself up for a second sophomore oh. year <laughs> Uh. sophomore year out of the ucla ultimate frisbee team my bracket won (laughs) (laughs) isn't that crazy yes sir yes Yes, sir my bracket won you're predicting baylor yeah i'm gonna have to read just a bit see this is a feeling that i always get (laughs) is it always baylor (laughs) (laughs) i picked a sophomore year of high school (gasps) Oh, sorry, my notebook fell really scared me. <laughs> Jeez Louise, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited about March Madness. I'm excited about the Super Bowl. I don't even like football. Just excited to watch it. Well, I'm excited for March Madness. Oh. Hmm. ESPN, we have a range of talents, I'm just saying. Yeah, we love football, basketball, Quidditch, hockey, mm-hmm. floor hockey, floor. field hockey, ice hockey. Air hockey. I mean, I can AKA Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> oh, way to bring back. Thank you. Old <laughs> joke. Old joke. But yeah, wow. We did a lot of self-discovering, didn't yeah. we? I hope that's, you know, Chris, Chris, Clitter, Crystal Clear. I'm sure it is now. <laughs> I hope we just didn't sit in our living room and just spew a lot of things. Hopefully this is digestible. Yeah. 
Um, just making you realize things. You know, open up, think things. We've had a lot of thinking time during this whole year. And hopefully these thoughts are beneficial to you, the listener of this podcast. <laughs> we do... I'm going to do some promo. We never do that. No. We no, put no, out no. a podcast every month. If you're still here, comment on the next Instagram. Comment your favorite emoji. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's easy. That's mm-hmm. easy to do. Can we go through our favorite emojis at the time right Oh now? my gosh. It's the... Is it going to be the same one? Yeah. yeah. We'll say it in on three. Okay. One, one two, three. three. Guys, glasses and mustache. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I know if you were going to say mustache first. But yeah, we have the same emoji. So yeah, if you uh, you know have that same emoji, comment it. Mustache man with glasses on. Bing, bam, boom. He looks um, like he's in disguise. Yes, he's incognito. Incognito. Boom. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Yeah. Um, but hopefully you've enjoyed listening to this. Don't forget to comment. And also, you know, maybe we'll have merch coming soon. I'm not going to say when, but maybe. Yeah, yeah. Just keep an eye out. But, yeah. Stay happy! Bye!